Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is being brought to you and created by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to edit and record your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast to all of the platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has all the tools to get your podcast going. When you're ready to start your podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. episode of the Roundtable Podcast. This is episode five, and I have with me back a Roundtable regular, Big Brother Christian. Hey, hey. How's it going? I'm doing very well. How was your weekend? I'm recovering from my weekend, actually. Oh, me too. With the drinks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking <laughs> of, what we are currently drinking is water. H2O. I'm so fucking hungover. I'm still recovering from two nights ago. So, <laughs> so it's it's been a long, long week, long weekend. It's been my birthday month, so I've been yes. you know celebrating. Happy happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, while we were talking about recovering from drinking. I got hungry. So, what's like? What's the one dish you like to cook? So, I like to cook a lot of uh, crazy stuff. Um, but one of my favorite things is empanadas mm-hmm. uh, with ground beef or chicken, and just stuff them with as much deliciousness as I can. Kids are a big fan. Family's a big fan of it. It takes a while to make because you got to make so many, but it's really, really good. Okay. I like to I like to make mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is the best. <laughs> mac and cheese with hot sauce. Forget about it. Uh, I, that, that's like the one dish. But it's I don't know. I think like you can only make mac and cheese during the fall and winter times because that's like that's when it's appropriate. Like you can't make mac and cheese like now in the summer. It'll, right, it'll right, just right. Seem, it'll just seem kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's but, a good like uh, wholesome. You know, comfort food. Yeah. 
without a doubt. So, well, what we are here to talk about today, um, if you don't know, me and Christian are photographers, and we deal with a lot of perks and some flaws, especially in the Tri-City area, in this area in particular. So what is your, what do you love about being a photographer? For me, to be honest, I never got into it like a typical photographer, right? So I didn't go into it trying to figure out what ISOs were and settings on cameras. I just knew that I had an eye for it and that I liked to do it. From an artist's perspective, I like to go in and edit my pictures. The editing process for me is the best because it's almost like you're painting a picture over the picture. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and because I, I do get so creative with Photoshop, it just, it, it I don't know, it just feels so right. Um, taking the pictures is cool too. Um, it actually took me a long time to get used to it. You know, the having to figure out how to tell people how to pose or what I was looking for. Um, but for me, it's the editing process. Long, long story short. And we both have different styles of photography. I'm, I'm more of a portrait photographer. You are fine arts. Mm-hmm. Like, all of your pictures uh, tell a story. Like, there's very, it's, it's just very, it's a... Fairy tale-ish. Very fairy tale. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a nice, compelling story. Something that you don't expect out of certain photographers these days. Right. So for me, with me, as far as capturing portraits, I love the fact that I can bring any type of expression or pose or or styling mm-hmm. and just put it in an area where you don't expect someone to take pictures at. But it, it comes out as a good shot. Like, I can take pictures near a dumpster. But you wouldn't expect me. You wouldn't even realize that that picture in the background was a dumpster. You're just looking. I'm your main focal point is that actual person that's posing. Right. And that's one thing I love about being a photographer is that you can be so. I love to be creative. I love to have people who just admire my work, saying, "Hey, I want to just pick your brain," you know, or I just want to get into your your aesthetic and work with you or collaborate with you and I love to collaborate with other photographers but I think in this particular area they're they seem to be more competitive than being collaborative and I think that's a sad thing because we're one big community and we all have a one goal one drive is to make a name for ourselves that's right that's very true around here too I don't know if it's like the like so we're, we're not really a, a, a small town like we used to be, but we're not a big city. So right. it's weird to see with how big we are and how many people we have here. It, we're, we're kind of like a growing city, but still with that small town mentality, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and it's funny because I, I hear a lot of people make fun of those who, they go to the store and they buy a DSLR and they're like, I'm a photographer now. And they, you know, they just feel like, they can just make money out of it. Right. <clears throat> you know? And a lot of people don't understand that it's more than just a camera. You can buy the most expensive camera that Nikon or Sony or Canon has to offer. That doesn't make you a photographer. Right. Like, it doesn't make you a a professional in right. it. You're just a person who is just basically reporting and shooting. 
Like, you have to understand the post process. You have to understand your settings. Shooting in RAW or the ISO settings. You know, you have to you have to really educate yourself on those techniques because it does make your pictures like stand out. Yeah, it stand out in the long run. So mm-hmm. you know, and I I'm not knocking anyone's hustle when it comes to Oh no 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 for sure. Right. I'm not knocking anyone's hustle when it comes to how they do their work and right. how their work is, but you know, you just can't call yourself a photographer because you just have this expensive camera. Right. It's it's an art form. It really is. And and in this game of photography, you have to you have to be able to stand out like we like you just said. There there has to be something. I could look at your pictures and say Dion took that picture. Right. You can look at mine and say, "Oh, that's Christian's work." Right. You know, we have those photographers in town that you could tell have their like Richie White and then you've got so many different photographers here. Um, but they have a style, <clears throat> you know, and I'd rather you be the photographer that's honest with yourself to say, listen, I just bought this camera. I'm learning. Right. So I'm going to start doing, you know, photo shoots and whatever, or what have you and, and do it that way rather than just being like, oh yeah, I, I take pictures and then start up a Facebook page, you know, Mary Ellen's photography extravaganza. Right. You can't do that. Mm-mm. And just that part itself. That takes time. Like mm-hmm. you have, like building your portfolio takes time. Starting to work with like small business, saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, let me do some work for you for your website. Maybe your practice for me, or get like a handful of friends who weren't like to take pictures." Yep. You know stuff like that. Even though, like, I I, I don't know. I think with certain people, they think that just because you have a website, you're a booming business. You have to keep that business going. You have to keep that ball rolling. Yep. You have to advertise yourself, market yourself, connect with people, and then interact with people as well. It's a full like, time job. You can't, expect, you can't expect people to come to you just because you have a website. You have to let them know, yep. hey, why should I check out your website? Or, you know, you are a photographer. Why should I book you? Yep. You know, you really have to just market yourself. Don't just give them a price list saying, hey, this is my price list. DM me or right, right. send me a cake, send me the cash app or the amount when you're ready. Like, no. Give me a give me a reason. Yep. So and I think a lot of people they don't they don't understand it. And then that's a good thing about being a photographer is that you can really market yourself, but I don't know. I think it's it it has its its downfall where you want to be inspired to shoot, but you just don't have that that connect. Yeah, right, right, right. So with the individual, right? Even with the individual, or just people, or just people who just want like the people who basically want you just want them to see your work. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's hard you get to get it out there. Yeah, you, it's hard to get it out there. But what's the one thing that's difficult about being a photographer? Oof. Well, so if you're going into this as a full-time business or even part-time business, you have to understand the business. And you have to understand that you're going to always be learning, right? One thing that took me 
that was difficult for me was to understand the simple things that things that you might think are easy you easily forget like making a contract you know or taking a deposit it took me years to real you know to even figure that out right you know what i mean i mean i'm one who i i'm very hands on so i don't i try not to do a lot of research cuz i like to figure things out myself mm-hmm. but then I, it bites me in the ass when i'm like oh I just had a cancellation today. Right. And then now my whole afternoon's free and I canceled a meeting and, you know, and then I'm, I'm missing out on money. You know, that deposit would just surefire lock them in. And, right. And just those little things. Um, also, just dealing with uh, certain people and situations, I think. I think the more you brand yourself, the more you target a sp- specific fan base for your work. You know, the more you stand out, you're going to have people who either don't like you or who like you. Right. And I, and I found that it, it made it easier for me to um, focus on a specific clientele, um, male, female, all ethnicities, but some those people like my style. Right. Right. Um, but other than that, it was just the learning process of everything was the most difficult for me, learning my camera, learning... Lighting tricks, learning editing tricks, everything was self-taught, so it's a journey. <laughs> I mean, it's been a good journey for me. I think when I first started off, I I knew like just how to just point and shoot, but I just didn't understand what the the purpose of me pointing at the specific subject, right? And just trying to create something out of it. So as I went to college. I left the my first college, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this shit. I just I want to take pictures. Yeah. And back then, back in the what 2006 <clears throat> era, we had Model Mayhem and MySpace. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so I saw a lot of photographers work through there, and there's like two photographers who just really inspired me to uh, just pursue it. And one is Jeremy Lucido, and another one is Rick Day. Like, those are just iconic photographers in my mind. Mm-hmm. And when I gradually left my college and back in 2008, 2009, I said, you know what? I want to just start something. I want to buy, I bought me one of those basic-ass point-and-shoots that requires two AA batteries I got from Walmart. Oh, man. And it was a Fuji film. <laughs> <laughs> eight, meg- eight megapixel and it was the cheapest grainy like my pictures were so shitty when I <laughs> was first taking the sure. picture because I we I didn't have Photoshop I didn't have yeah I had and DSLRs were not a thing at that it time. was not a thing it was everything was a point and shoot yeah. and we had the little small little monitors we didn't have the the viewfinders so it it was the struggle was like you you like now it's 2019 everything is like pretty much oh it's all digital all digital but the struggle was so fucking real <laughs> 12 13 years ago yeah like it it was bad i remember and we didn't have where we can like up the resolution everything was so fucking grainy it was terrible it was bad and i had i i used what did i use i used an editing software um Aperture, it was a yeah. It was the Mac, the Mac Aperture. 
I'm so glad they fucking discontinued it because I can like look back at my some of my pictures now. I was like, what the fuck was I doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. It like no, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But like, I learned so much in the course of four years mm-hmm. as far as how to like what lenses to to get, what settings, what aperture, what f stop. Like, that shit is hard too. It that's hard, and just and I'm doing all of this manually. Manually, right. like I don't set my camera on auto. Right, everything is done manually. I dial in my settings. I look at the lighting. I dial my ISOs, and I just get, I just get going. Yeah, and that's that was hard. I don't. I kudos to people who do that because that's just like you. You know what you want out of a picture. Right. You just have to let the camera know what you want. Right. So, and you have to, yeah, be able to <clears throat> translate that. You have to translate I'm still it. figuring that out. I just do all my shit the way it comes, and I figure it out as I go with editing software. Thank God I have Lightroom and shit. I mean, it's a cheat kind of way, but it also helps me get my style. Right. And everybody yeah. has their own style, their own aesthetic, and you just, <clears throat> if it works for you, it works for you. And yeah, you yeah. see, like, you see your portfolio growing based on your aesthetic. Yeah. That's, that's great. But... We didn't have that, like, back in the day. No. So, it was just, it was hard for us to learn. Like, every professional photographer out there is still learning. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's, like, a small hack, uh, a trick. Oh, yeah. The specific man does this. Like, everyone, like, they still learn. And a lot of people, and not to throw shade at people in this area, a lot right. of people in this area, they expect you to do the unexpected. Like they they just want you to go beyond what your yeah. your skill set is. And for free. Because it, for free. <laughs> or okay. for or for super cheap. Sixty dollars. Right. Fifty dollars for a wedding. I'll pay you a hundred dollars. Well first off, I'm not about to you're not about to give me no fucking a hundred dollars for a wedding. Man. And they don't get it. They, they really don't. And a lot of uh, people in this area, they think this just because we're photographers, we have to photograph everything. Right. We have to we photograph. Have to specialize in we everything. have to specialize in everything. Like, it was a it was a, a lady who sent me an e- She sent me an email. She sent me an email. She went to my website. She looked at my portfolio. She looked at everything. She saw my portraits and all of that. And she sent me an email. She was like, hey, I love your work. Uh, do you, is there a way that you can do a wedding shoot? <laughs> B- bitch, do you see any wedding pictures on my damn <laughs> Like, that's the thing I don't get. Like, yeah, you yeah. see, I don't, I, I have nothing against weddings. People who are getting married, kudos. Yeah. You know, I, I did a wedding shoot one time. It was Man. shitty. <laughs> but I, that's just not my style. Yeah, yeah. Christian does weddings. I do weddings. <laughs> so if you're getting married, <laughs> go visit Modtography. Right. <laughs> but like that. But people expect that. Oh man. And you see, I don't. You see that that's not my aesthetic on based on my website. You mm-hmm. see, you. I see a lot of. You see a lot of people who are smiling or in front of their car or you know stuff like that you see you see the flow of my my pictures mm-hmm. nothing against any wedding photographer but right, right, right. if 
you go to a photographer's website and you see all weddings, then don't don't send them an email saying, "Hey, you do boudoir." Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know that was the thing. Oh, for real? The the boudoir. Yeah, I do that. I I just discovered what it was not mm-hmm. too long ago, but um, what do you think? When you have people come up to you and say, hey, what's your rate? Like, and then you give them your rates and then you'd be like, oh, they'd be like, oh, that's too much. Oh, yeah. And that happens all the time. I'll give you a good example. Um, I knew a guy who I worked with for years in the restaurant industry and he was getting married. And a couple of years ago, he was like, hey, man, he's like, I, you know, I dig your work. My wife digs your work. He went about it that way. My wife really digs your work, and she's looking for a photographer. I was just trying to see how much you're charging, and I was like, "Well, it's a thousand for um, in town and fifteen hundred out of town." Which, for people who don't know, that's really cheap mm-hmm. for a wedding. Mm-hmm. And you're you're talking for me to be there all day on my feet, three or four memory cards going in and out of my camera, my laptop, you know, rotating. I'm also your seamstress. I, I mean, I'm 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 your tailor. You know, I'm your, um, anything that goes wrong, I'm there to help. I mean, that's a lot that goes into it that people and, don't realize. And a lot of people don't realize as far as weddings, you don't have, like, an assistant. Mm-mm. So it's it's one person. Mm-hmm. And then you are taking thousands of pictures because you have to oh, capture yeah. every moment. Oh, yeah. Like, and then nothing... you have to cycle through them. Right. So the editing process, and then you have to figure out how am I going to get these pictures to my client? Am I going to do Google Drive? Do they know how to use Google Drive? Are they going to provide you jump drives? How, you know, do you do prints or do you not do prints? Right. You know what I'm saying? There's so much. And then when you're, when you're cycling through these pictures, you know, a lot of photographers, they don't give the unedited. I give the unedited and the edited just because it adds extra value. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes family members may not like my style of editing. So... They can just take the dark ass, ed, you know, unedited version and be like, oh, yeah, it's beautiful. And they're just whatever. Right. But it gives them an option and it gives them a little added value because I don't do prints. And so I try to overcompensate. I mean, I'm really nice to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really nice. I give a, I give way too much for, for way too little. But I love what I do. And, and really, at the end of the day, it, it's building my portfolio and it's yeah. building on my experience. And... But yeah, so this guy was like, man, how much are you charging for your wedding? And I told him, and he was just like, damn, bro. He was like, are you serious? And I was like, uh, yeah, man. Like, do you not know what goes into me photographing a wedding? He was just like, I mean, I can't believe people actually pay you to just point and click. And Fuck I was like, you, you motherfucker. I was Fuck like, you know what? You. I didn't even reply, dude. I was like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I was like, oh, he just, he doesn't get it. Oh. And it's so insulting because people just really believe that shit. Like, what it's just, dumbass. you just point and click. Like, what the hell is the big deal? That's the most stereotypical thing a photographer has to go through all the all time. All the time. Like, you don't understand. It's, it's crazy enough. I was downtown doing a photo shoot and this lady was she was like a bystander. She was just walking. She was like, hey, I love um, you. You're a photographer. You take pictures. That's the first thing. You take pictures. <laughs> they don't say, hey, hi. you take, you pictures. take pictures. They see that camera on your neck. You take pictures. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I, she asked me, what, like, what are my prices? Now, 
what I what I do is that I don't tell them my price is from the jump. Right, right, right. I want you Sometimes to go I see don't. my work first. Yeah, go yeah, see yeah. my work first. Right, and then we discuss That's pricing smart. because I don't know what you know. I know what your response is. Yeah, what yeah. it's gonna be. But I just want you to see my work first before you just say because you may not, not you may not like my work. You just want right. my price. And this lady, I gave her. Uh, she looked at my uh, work and I gave her. She said, "You got a special going on." I said, "I got a special going on. It's a uh, hundred and ten dollars." It's two outfits, and you get up to 15 weeks touch pictures back. She was like, oh, baby, that's too much. You crazy. No, Heifer, it's not too much, because you know what that $110 go towards? It goes towards my computer. Mm-hmm. It goes towards the editing software, which I pay monthly on. Mm-hmm. It goes towards Spotify to listen to music while I edit. Yeah. It goes towards gas. Sure. It goes towards stuff that I need to pay, and then it's it's gone, right? And it go it goes towards equipment that I need, accessories I need. Like we're not photographers are not charging high. Well, I, I'm not even gonna say that we're not charging high. We're charging for a purpose because right. this is someone's full time thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have jobs, but this is like. A big part of our life because this is something that we're passionate about and yes. what we do. So when people come up to me and we give we give them ourselves as far as our work, our brand, and yep. one thing I always they always say, well, I have people who can who who will charge less. That's fine. I have clients who will pay more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, Go you, see right? You don't understand. People. We, I, we built a clientele. Yeah. You're just a person who just want to be nosy as far as what my fucking prices is and what you expect. But you don't understand what we have to go through to do it. Right. And you have photographers who are not even in the area or out of towners. Yeah. That's, That's so true. Right. And they they charge a lot because they have to travel back home. Yeah. Like you, you really don't understand what we have to really put in as far as our work as far as being an artist. So when you come up to me and saying, mm-hmm. first, you're saying that we charge too high, that's a good... First of all, I, my, well, my prices, your prices as well, are good in this demographic. Mm-hmm. Especially in this area. Because yeah, we, do have, have to be. we do have some cheap-ass people in this area. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Y'all, some, y'all are some fucking cheap-ass people. I, you ain't never lied. We love you, but yeah, God bless I can, America. Right, I can be cheap sometimes, mm-hmm. but if it's with someone's work... Yeah. Whether they're a makeup artist or a musician, I under I get it. I understand. Yeah, I understand because we're all in that same boat. And you pay what you get for. You pay you right. So when you come up to me and say that I want to collab with you, but you know I don't want to. I don't want to pay. I can. We can do a trade. I can promote you for trade. I gotta look at you as a. Uh, influencer, do you have that fan base mm-hmm. to, for to like hold myself to your mm-hmm. to your platform? If you don't have that, what the fuck I need to shoot you for free for? Right. So have you had any had any people come up to you saying, "Hey, I can mm-hmm. we can take pictures for trade," or or I don't? Have you ever had someone say, "I don't pay photographers"? Uh, I've never had anybody say, "Well." Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Years ago, when I was starting, um, I did have a woman say, 
So, okay, so here's the deal. So I was doing a prom shoot. Oh, this is a big one. I was doing a prom shoot, and the mom was like, hey, I was hoping that my friend and her daughter can just tag along, and you can do their shoot too. And I was like, um, okay, but just know that if they're not paying me what you're paying me, then they're not going to get many pictures. Right. They're probably going to get like three. Right. Just being straight up. And they were like, okay, well, that's fine. So come to find out, I did this whole prom shoot, came out gorgeous. Her friend was there with her boyfriend, did their pictures. And I gave them three pictures mm -hmm. on, the e on email. And they were like, oh, is this all that we got? Like, I thought we were going to get more. And I was just like, um, the understanding was that you guys weren't going to pay. So I communicated to your friend that you were only going to get about three pictures. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. And they started going off. And I just called them bitches on social media. Flat <laughs> out. I called them. I tagged them all. Oh, wow. I was like, these, I went, it was so ridiculous because they were getting really assy and one guy started threatening and I was just tagging every single one of their family members and I was like these cheap bitches think that blah 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 at whoever whoever at whoever whoever at me ho yeah at me bitch <laughs> I know this shit was petty y'all and I was younger but I didn't give a damn like don't disrespect somebody who's taking the time to do some shit like this for you and then just not expect to, to compensate and then finally they were like well if it's about the money we'll just give you We'll give, we'll pay, and I was just like, well, it's too late now. Right, I already gave you three pictures, and that's all I was gonna edit for you. Right, like, sorry, you're not gonna get a full set of pictures back, no. especially for free. And I've had a situation where a guy came to me, and I was like, okay, you know what, I I can do a trade with you because yeah. I, I I see what your style is, and I see that you have a nice following. Let's let's do a shoot. And normally when I do something for free, and I, you know, I photograph friends and, you know, for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't charge my friends. Right, 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 right. But, you know, there comes a time when, you know, if it's something like... Major. Major. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to... Talk you know, eventually. Cash out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, out. yeah. But uh, we collab, and we did the shoot. And I told him, I said, you're going to get, like, at least 10 pictures back. He was like, oh, that's that's too low. I need at least 25. Oh. No, for what? Right. What what you need 25 pictures for? <laughs> Why? This ain't no wedding. Right. It's not even that. This ain't no paid shoot. <laughs> for real. Right. Like I, I I I we're doing a trade. Yeah. I don't mind doing a trade, but if I'm doing a trade, you are not getting a full series. No. Like, you're gonna get at least... I can be generous and give you 11. <laughs> right. But the most you're gonna get is 10. Right. I I don't... And I, I, a lot of people don't... They fail to realize, like, I'm not about to give you a paid... I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna give you the paid experience if you give me... If you're just doing it for free. Right. And they, they find it so offensive that like, oh, I don't work for free. Yeah. Okay. Do you go to your actual job for free? Right. 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 You yeah. have to understand yeah. that. Yeah. This is this is our job too. It's your bread and butter. Right. Do you like you are like you go to a, a factory? You'd be mad if they didn't pay you. 
Oh yeah. After so all just, that work. After That's all exactly. that work that you're putting in. Like you exactly like you're in like you're in a factory, you're <laughs> at you're at the line, you're stocking peanuts or doing whatever. Production. Doing some type of production and you expect this big paycheck on Friday. Friday gets here, you check your direct deposit. Nothing's there. Mm-hmm. It's the same damn thing. It's a slap same in the face. Exact thing. So when someone comes up to me and I say I don't work for free, they don't get insulted. Don't. That shit blows my mind. And I, 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 like and going back to what I said, people you have people in this area, it's not even area, people in this country who does this full time. This is this is their life. Mm-hmm. Like they get up, they wake up, they have a meeting at ten o'clock with the client. They have a two thirty photo shoot, a four thirty photo shoot, a seven thirty uh, uh, class that they teach other people. Like mm-hmm. this is how they pay bills. Yeah. So don't ever go up to someone and say, "Oh, I don't. That's too much," or "I don't. I don't pay." Like, you have to understand, like, you have a job, we all have jobs. Every artist out there has a purpose. We right. don't, like, I, I have a I have a Canon camera. My Canon camera is expensive. Do you realize how many photo shoots I had to book to even save to get half of the money to get the camera? Right. Like. It's so pricey. This shit ain't, this shit is it's not cheap. It really isn't. And everybody wants a good product. They want to look good. They want, you know, especially if you're doing it for your business or if you're doing it for whatever. And as, as we network, you and I are networkers, right? Mm-hmm. But as I try to go out, I have to make friends with folks. And then that's when you just have to realize that even though you're making friends, you still need to charge. You still have to, you still need to get paid. Right. You know? Like, I would pay you. Like, if, you, if I, say, you, like, you're a makeup artist. Like, hey, I need an MUA for this shoot. Mm-hmm. And I know we're cool and everything, but I know you you have palettes and you have brushes and your lighting and all of that. I know I know the price because makeup shit is not... It's expensive. It's very expensive. It's so expensive. And I'll charge you, you know, if you come with me to this shoot. And then it'll give you an opportunity to network yourself. Like, hey, like... Uh, I did the bride's makeup. You know, I'm a makeup artist. And, you know, come see, look at my work. Here's my, my palettes that I use. And if you have an event coming up, like, I've actually had someone who she's on, she, what she does on Snapchat is that she does, like, tutorials of, like, applying makeup. So she oh, goes yeah, through yeah. The, the, the different steps. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at her. I'm like, bitch, you need to start, like, Branding yourself as a makeup artist, you have all of these palettes that you use. You like you have a you have a, a social media account. Utilize that platform to start no putting making a name for yourself. And she's like, "Oh, I'm just doing it for fun now." But you know, you had you doing friends makeup when they go to to prom or yeah, weddings. Uh, weddings. <clears throat> Make a killing. And she took my advice months later. And so what she did is uh, she collaborated with a young or um, a business owner who sold, like, makeup kits and all of that. So what she did is that she 
was on Snapchat one day. And she was like, hey, I got this palette from such and such business on the corner of 5th and 13th Street. You should go check them out. And she was advertising their work. And weeks later, she uh, was getting DMs from other businesses on her IG page saying, hey, I want to ship you some, some, uh, some foundation or some palettes. And could you just give us a little, you know, we'll pay you. Like a shout out. Like a shout out. Say, hey. And now the bitch is booked in business. Like, she goes to Miami. She goes to New York. She's in Texas. Like, you never know how far it'll take you. But at the same time, this is someone who's working fully as a makeup artist now. Right. So, yes. Right. Now she's, she's elevated herself as a true makeup artist. I'm not sure she has a YouTube. I have to check. But you have to set a price list because that's your airfare, that's your, yep. you know, that's your hotel, oh, and, and that's and that's all, and that also comes with photographers as well. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't just shoot in the area. Mm-hmm. We go to you know Atlanta, Florida, New York, New York. Yep. The West Coast. Like that that price the the price list that we have here. Is completely different than the price list that is in California. No doubt. For instance, I have a photographer. He takes like the best work. Like it's so great. And I, their work, you know, their price list is on their website. I know a lot of photographers here don't have their prices on their website, which is understandable. But he said five retouched pictures. You know what you know what his price is? His price is six hundred and fifty dollars. For five pictures. For five pictures back. Damn. But he stays booked. Right. Because they're amazing, I'm sure. They are amazing. But you want to complain about like a hundred and ten dollars or a thousand dollars or a for a wedding. For a wedding. And we're giving you like we're giving you the world. We're giving you no, all, like, all these pictures back. So true. So next time you go to California and want to do a photo shoot over there, get ready <laughs> to get five fucking pictures back for $650. I mean, it's true. It's true. My, my stepdad, when he married my mom in 2006 in Jersey, his photographer was $10,000. I shit you not. Mm. And he got a book with maybe 40 pictures. Mm, mm, mm. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, you paid how much? He's like, I mean, he's the cheapest in town. And my freaking stepdad is cheap. Wow. God. I said, you paid 10000 I said, you know I'm a photographer, right? I could have done this shit for you for 1000 and been happy. Mm. It blew my mind, bro. I was like, oh my God, $10,000 for a wedding photographer. And really just for the book. And the and they were not Photoshop. They were not anything. And he oh. had people's faces looking all. Oh you no! Know, uh, they were. It was fun. I hope he didn't get sued. Well, now, well, nowadays. Nowadays, this was two thousand six. So. Oh, okay. It it wasn't a factor back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it was it was, you know, and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but really, shit's changed. It has overnight. a lot of a lot of people. A lot of clients and customers, they expect, they think that we have 
that vision that you want out of your pictures. Right. And then if it's not that vision, they get so upset. They get so mad. They get mad. They go on these Yelp and Google reviews, and they just go in. And it's it's not that big of a deal. It's it really, really not that big of a deal. Like, if you're not satisfied with the shoot, I don't have a problem rescheduling. Right. I don't. Right. Now, that's just for portraits. Now, for weddings, oh, and the one man. reason I, another reason I don't do weddings is that I can redo a shoot. I can redo a shoot if I mess up on something. I can't redo a moment. Right. Like, if I tell, <clears throat> like, if the pastor tells the the bridezilla and the ugly guy to like kiss the bride or whatever, <laughs> you know. I don't if I don't get that shot, yeah, that yeah. I can't say, "Hey, could y'all kiss again?" Right? Like you ain't about to have my ass. That's well, the trickiest. It, that is the trickiest thing, and you know. And then you got indoor weddings, which are a fucking nightmare with lighting. Mm-hmm. All the venues are dark, and you're gonna because they have out. to make it look elegant. You know, and I get it, man. But the elegant. I have to tell folks, look, I'm, I'm either going to have to put two giant lamps behind the bride and the groom and be all up in the ceremony, or we're going to have to figure this out and have another game plan. There's so much trickery to a good wedding shoot, mm-hmm. because you basically have to have the ceremony before the ceremony. Right. And if you're not willing to do that, if you're traditional and you were going to be like, I can't see the bride before the service. You're going to cheat on your wife anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my God. So we did this, like the last wedding I did were good friends of mine, Jenny and Dwayne. And it was for their um, son, Tyler. And they were just so smart about it. And it was outdoors and it was coming up dusk. And... You know, he was up on the, on the, I guess they call it the pew or whatever. And then she was surprising him and then they met and then we took pictures and it was all done. And then we had the service. So it was like, it was smart because I was able to get all the magical shots that mm-hmm. I needed. And then come, you know, but every everybody else is just like, I want this shot. I want that shot. I want this shot. And I'm like, you know, unless you want me in the, in your bubble, that's not probably going to happen. Right. Because you don't want your damn photographer to be all up in your shit, taking pictures while the priest is reading whatever, and you're reading your vows. And I'll be in your shit. Let them what you want it. And then you'll see how crazy... You see how crazy it is? You see how crazy it is. Like, and, that's, and that's the problem that you run into with weddings. For right. me. Because they, they think they want it until you hear that loud-ass camera going... That's all you hear. Right. And everybody's like, this is fucking ghetto. This is terrible. Right. So please, public... Once again, I do not photograph weddings. I'm not about to go to court for you crazy-ass bridezillas. You know, I... Y'all be tripping. Extremely tripping over something that's... I know it's a big monumental thing in your life as far as getting married and all of that but at the end of the day it's not that deep in my opinion mm-hmm. it's not that deep mm-hmm. because you already have other guests who is clicking away using their fucking phones on Facebook live like that's a pet peeve of mine for for wedding photo- uh, for wedding photographers and I feel so bad that you have people 
in the audience or guests who are taking pictures while they're uh, walking down the aisle. So you're taking a picture, like you're taking a picture right. of the bride walking down the aisle and you see somebody's ugly, ashy uh. arm, ashy <laughs> ass arm reaching out with their fucking, first off, it's a fucking Android, so the picture ain't gonna be good. Oh, so. Man. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know, get it. I know. Like, and and I've had many of those too, where you just see all the arms come out, and I'm like, oh shit, this is this is bad. Like, I can be that. I can be that photographer. Like, hey, put that shit up. Yeah, put it up. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be. Sometimes you have to be. My recommendation for these folks is to truly think of if you don't want your photographer to be all up in your bubble during your wedding, think of a place in your venue that you would want good pictures of the bride and groom and the family where they're in the dress and in the tux, and you can do the ring pictures, you can do the kiss pictures, make it really beautiful. But you have to invest in those things because people, they lose sight of the importance of a photographer too. Right. And I'm like, you didn't think about this as you were fucking planning all of this shit? They don't. They don't. And they don't, and they don't think about it. And then at the end of the day, they come out so disappointed. And it's not even just with weddings. It's just with any... With any shoot. Any shoot. Yeah. Like, you have to invest time to book me. Give me that same investment for me to do the shoot and post-processing. Like, it works both... It's like a bisexual. It works both ways. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Normally on this segment we'll do like a Q&A someone will access a question that I get from DMs or Snap or Facebook or some shit but being that we're talking about photography I want to keep it in that particular category mm-hmm. so this question comes from me okay <laughs> so if you can photograph one celebrity like if a celebrity if you had like to choose who to photograph as far as in the a public figure? Who would it be? Oh, male, female? It doesn't matter. It don't matter. Damn. Who would it be and why? Any celebrity. That's a hard one. And it can be both a male and female. So, okay, I'll do both. Okay. So, if it was a male, I think I would have to go with... Shit, that is a hard one. You know, you know who I would want to do? Robert Downey Jr. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he, people don't take enough pictures of that man. <laughs> that is a good looking dude. But the thing is, is he's he is a guy who I think from a photographic perspective, it just has what it, what you need for any kind of shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's so versatile in his, in his looks. I mean, granted, he always plays like a some pompous asshole, but he's he's classy, he's also, he's charming, but he's also gritty, and he's, I just, you know, with me and my photography, like, I, I direct mm-hmm. a lot of times, so I like people to act different ways. And right. I think he would just fucking rock it out. I don't know why. That's an interesting choice. For females, Charlize Theron. I just love because Charlize. that's Just because that's baby mama. I love her. She, she is, is amazing. 
just to take pictures of her shit. That's I don't, it. You know. <laughs> oh my god. But no, she's she's another one who's just so just something about her, man. She's <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. How about you? <laughs> uh, Before I dig myself into some sort of hole that I can't get out of. Celebrity. Male, it would be Johnny Depp. You know, and I was going to say him, too. Because he's so versatile. Yeah. He's so he versatile. really is. And it can, be what, it can be like a character he's playing or just him and just his norm. Yeah. I think I would capture really good images from, it, from every different angle yeah. of him. Uh, he just seems, and he just seems like the type he's very chill. He's understanding. If you give him direction, he's still following. He's a cool dude, yeah. He's not, like, I'm not saying all celebrities are assholes, but I'm thinking, like, he would be someone I can just enjoy yeah. having a shoot with. Yep. I agree. Female, uh, if you know me, this is no surprise, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, of course. Because she is queen. Mm-hmm. I've been a big fan of hers for a long time. And it's crazy enough is that when I got into photography, like a lot of pictures that I looked as far as inspiration, majority was hers. Yeah. And she's so photogenic. She's so photogenic. And if you please Google Angelina Jolie's high school picture, like it looks I'm gonna do this now. Yeah, she looks so it doesn't even look like a high school picture. It looks so iconic. She was beautiful back then. Yeah, it's beautiful now. But right, 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 she right. like is so amazing, but not only, I'm not saying this because I'm a huge fan of her. Right, it's right. just that she has a natural aura where... Yeah, she was just as beautiful back yeah, then. Right. So crazy. And it's just, it's like... Except for that one. No, I'm just kidding. No, not, no, not that one. No, <laughs> this one, though. That one, and that's another one. That one. Wow. Like, that one, I wish y'all can see it. Google it. But uh, it's a black and white picture. She's not smiling or nothing. She has, like, her dark hair. And it looks like that's the style of photography that I like because yeah, that's typical portrait. That's like, typical portrait. Definition she's of not portrait. she's not giving you a fake smile. She's giving you her and her expression and her her just ugh, it's just I I would Angel- sixteen year old Angelina Jolie's high school yearbook photos. That's what you need to Google. Yes, Google sixteen year old Angelina Jolie high school. And it's no pervert shit. It's just really. A beautiful picture. It is like that's that's the headshot of headshots. The, the head, yeah, headshots <laughs> of headshots. Like I that's love crazy. that it looks so iconic. Yeah. But I think if I ever like do a shoot with her, I'll like cry because I'm finally meeting her for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. I'll be so fucking nervous. I totally understand that. That'll be crazy. Now, since we're in that topic, I'm gonna throw another bone at you. Okay. Name a company. You would love to be a photographer for, like, that is. It could be a major company, a small company. Damn, if I had to choose, Mm -hmm. and if I was given the opportunity, um, let me see. It would have to be National Geographic. Hmm. I have been a humongous fan of that magazine since I was a kid. Because they think about all the different things that they take pictures of in that magazine. From people to animals to scenery. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that I absolutely, that everything that drew me to photography. 
was in that magazine or that is in that magazine. So I don't know. It, it would either be National Geographic or it would be something stupid like some sort of insurance company <laughs> like Aflac. <laughs> <laughs> to do corporate photography, I think that would be cool too. And I know yeah. that sounds really dumb, but think about our styles and like what we can bring to the table mm-hmm. and completely be responsible for changing the vision of what they stand for. I think it having that opportunity would be cool. I know it sounds basic as hell, but mm-hmm. I mean that's that can be you know that can be something that you can do like a month. Month probably. Month. Yeah. If I wanted to. Then I'd be traveling like crazy and shit. Right. I think for me <laughs> I Playboy. Crazy enough, I've always wanted to be a photographer for Playboy. Yeah. I did. And a lot of people don't know this. Back when I was in college, uh, Playboy had these forums online where people submit, like, their short stories yeah. and stuff. And I used to I used to write a lot of short stories, like erotic-type fiction. Very cool. And I uploaded some of those to the forum, and they paid me, like, $50, $60. For per story? Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And, you know, a broke college kid with $50, $60 is, like, two grand for somebody. Yeah. It's not now, but. Right, right, right. Back then. <laughs> but if I, now, if I wanted to be a photographer for a big company, I would go to New York mm-hmm. and work for Vogue. Vogue would be awesome. Because, one, Vogue is fashion. Yeah. And I'm not a fashion photographer type, but I think that company provides a lot of growth. And a lot of people don't know that Vogue is a it's it's major. Like oh yeah, you get so much publicity out of it because they are engaging in social media like All now. The time. And then you have the iconic Anna Wintour, who's in charge of all of that. Yeah. And Grace Coddington. A lot of people don't know who Grace Coddington is. She is a uh, fashion editor mm-hmm. or uh, like a creative director of mainly all the shoots that be in. Um, Vogue magazine, like I'm not sure if you read us uh, watched the documentary called the September issue. Mm-hmm. It's basically how uh, Vogue produces the September issue of Vogue magazine, and a lot of people don't know since September is the beginning of new fashion, and the September issue, and not even just in Vogue, but in a lot of other magazines, there are big, big, thick issues because a lot of people are advertising their new clothing line or their new a new fashion designer so i'll show you like i have every single year of the september issue and they're thick as fuck wow so it's it's a big thing and for you to be a photographer during that is 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 major because it'll have you travel everywhere because vogue is international so you'll be going to brazil India, Australia, France. France is major. So oh, yeah. I think I would work for Vogue. You know, and it's funny. That question is so... It, you can't just ask that question and then answer it with just a couple of, you know, choices. Right. Like, I want to work here because it's I like that company. Like, I want to work for Nike because I like Nike. <clears throat> right, 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 right. right. Like, a reason. But, like, the, but you're, you go in the Vogue route, like... I would even love to do some fashion um, photography or, uh, you know, I used to work with um, Fashion Week in London. Uh, mm-hmm. to, I used to do music when I first started. 
uh, for DJs over there to mix in London. And I that was before my photography stage stuff. Mm. Now looking back, I'd be like, how cool would it be to go up there and bring a high-powered camera and take pictures of those things? You know what I'm Why? saying? There's so many different outlets to do. That's a hard question. Because I don't think it would be just one company that I would want to do it for. You know what I mean? Right. I think, like, I would say that would be, like, the... I have to get used. I have to get my feet wet and work with like smaller companies first, and oh, then yeah. strive to go to Vogue. Like Absolutely. I can't. I just can't say I'm just gonna up and leave uh, Columbus and just go to New York and hopefully I get a job at Vogue. Right, right, right. I mean that would be nice if I can do that. But <laughs> Usually it, it doesn't work like that. Right, especially with Anna Wintour. She just looked at you. She was like, "No." <laughs> nice <laughs> like, try. No. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, but uh, I, that would be like my major thing. That's cool though. All right, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So, sticking to photography, where do you see? Okay, let me ask you two questions. A, do you see yourself doing photography forever? And B, where do you see it taking you? I want to be like Annie Leibovitz. Yes, that's my boo. It's my hero. She is she's a major influence yeah, in my too. life as far as photography. And at her age and still doing it, it's just legendary. So mm-hmm. I want this to be for the long run. Yeah. I really want it to be for the long run. Legacy. Mm-hmm. I want to build it. Yep. So I, I I think that me continuing to pursue it is just a journey. I want to continue with the journey and I just want to make a name for myself. Which makes me so happy to hear because you were about done and ready to call it quits. I was literally, (laughs) like y'all don't understand, I, what, was it two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago, I was officially about to just hang it up. I was like, this is not what I want to do anymore. I'm done with it. That made me so sad. I was like, no. But I've had like a lot of people, mainly you, but I had like a lot of people saying you, you, you're just too talented to mm-hmm. just give up on it. And here you are. Right. <laughs> it's from this and now doing a podcast, which I, to be honest, I've always wanted to do a podcast, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, I'm very self-conscious when it comes to like oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm very critical on myself. Yeah, and I get that. But I've the <clears throat> the amount of feedback I've been getting and criticism, which I do accept as well. Yeah. Uh as far as the episodes, I really appreciate it. And you know, that's why I want to continue to record because mm-hmm. it's fun to do. It's fun to do and I appreciate all of the support that I've been getting so far from everybody. And especially you, like you're the reason I got this started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's I, my pleasure. yeah, I just see so much greatness in you. And you know, one thing that people who know me know that I hate is the word potential. I'm gonna throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Potential to me is an insulting word. When mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh, I see the potential in you," I'm like, "Bitch, I, I'm beyond potential. Like, I'm making this shit happen." You right. know what I'm saying? I would never throw potential at you. You are doing things. You have your photography. You have your branding. You have your podcast. You're making moves. There's no potential there. You're just doing it. 
Right. And so what I wanted to encourage you and encourage everybody else who's doing this is to don't look at yourself as potential. I want you to know that you're already doing it and mm -hmm. you're just going to grow better and better and better. But I just, from everything that you've done and everything that I've seen you do since day one, I was like, this, this guy's a beast. <laughs> you know, and I respect that because I, I like to consider myself one too, right? We, we put out right. so much crazy shit. And it's not perfect, and it's not better than anybody else's, but it's our own, you mm -hmm. know. And that's what's that's what's important. So I will encourage you to the day I die. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. And that just goes not just for me, just for anyone out there, especially a photographer. You know, it's not it's not gonna be easy in the beginning. You really have to just find your your path, find mm -hmm. your aesthetic, work with what you got. Don't try to get something. Don't try to go to step ten without going mm. to step two, three, eight. You gotta like, start from the beginning. You gotta bottom. start from the beginning, and it'll it'll be rewarding in the end. You just have it. Just takes time. Like I've been doing photography since fifteen. I'm now thirty one. So it's mm -hmm. and I'm still like I'm still putting steps. In my in my aesthetic and my craft, so mm -hmm. it it's it's gonna be worth it, and you'll see yourself being so rewarding. It's so true, and don't feel bad about starting late. I felt like I was late in the game for everything that I've done and that I'm doing today. In '36, I started when I was 28 in photography. I started 27 when I was doing music. So, and in and in that game, in the entertainment industry, the photography business they look at the young bucks, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm coming in at this age, and even though it sounds young, it's really not. And <clears throat> so I felt like I was way late in the game. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. As long as you're producing and you're doing, you're making moves, and you believe in yourself, and you're, you're putting shit out there, and you do it unapologetically, and you just stick to what your product is, no matter what kind of crap you get, you'll succeed. It's just a matter of persistence. That is that is 100% fact. You got to say, I don't give a fuck what anybody's got to say about what I'm doing. I'm going to keep believing in myself, keep believing in my product. If you don't like it, buy. Right. One thing that I've learned is that there will always be a huge group of people who love what you do. Right. Period. You're always going to have that support. Always. No matter what. It can be just two people or thousands. You're going to have support. You, people will support you. And this is social media era, so mm -hmm. find people who like what you do, and that's it. That's it. Well, Big Brother Christian, I really appreciate you, no and problem, I baby appreciate girl. you coming back. Yes, thank you for having me. This is a great. Yes. Any final, final words? No, and I just want to thank you for inspiring me, because I'm going to start my podcast when I get home. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I've been needing to do it for years, and you you finally lit the fire. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, speaking of podcasts, uh, Dion's Roundtable podcast will be an IG page pretty soon. So uh, once I get that set up, I'll give you the info, and you can send all of your messages, questions, topics to that IG. In the meantime, you can reach me at DionKX on IG, and... I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for listening. Christian, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. No problem. And I will see you guys later.
Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.